0: We'd like to welcome you back to part four of our mega study regarding the alien disclosure agenda for February 28, 2016. This is an article, surprisingly enough, a report from Dave Hodges, who I've read many reports from him in times past. And it's entitled, Former CIA Operative Reveals That E.T. Walks Among Us. Recently, and this is Dave Hodges, I wrote an article in which I exposed a TV show, TNT's Legends, which have depicted a radical Muslim terrorist attack on Paris, France. The show was representative of what we call predictive programming. Predictive programming occurs when Hollywood reveals a major event like the Simpsons predicting 9-11, and I will add, also Scalia's death. Oh no, no, hold on, that was the family guy. True. Yeah, on a hunting accident. And he was at a hunting lodge with other hunters. Scalia. <laughs> anyway. Or a major shift in the attitude of philosophy. For example, the Man of Steel, Superman, and the subject of transhumanism. I have long admitted the existence of predictive programming. However, there was one area in which I would always maintained a blind spot in this arena... And that would be in the area of extraterrestrial life and its relationship with the present inhabitants of the earth. My skepticism was no doubt fueled by my father's position on the topic as he worked with former Nazi scientists in reverse engineering drawing board technology to the laboratory. Um, Man, wow. His dad did that. Wow. He said that the Nazis, to a person, claimed their advanced technology and ideas came from extraterrestrial beings. Did you know that? Yeah, all this advanced Nazi technology that was brought over here via Project Paperclip after the war when we got the top Nazi scientists, they said to a man they claim their advanced technology and ideas came from extraterrestrial beings. My father, and I've heard that in a lot of different places, this is not the first place I've heard that. My father felt it was likely that the Germans were parodying a cover story that was created for them by their handlers, meaning his dad was wanting to discount it and not believe it. However, my father did not likely have access to the same quality of sources that, that I had following his death in 1985. One night in 1993, as fate would have it, I was listening to for the very first time to Coast to Coast with Art Bell. Art was interviewing Vance Davis, during the interview, Vance, a former NSA operative attached to NATO, revealed that he became aware that both NATO and the NSA were fully aware of the presence uh, on the Earth of representatives of several extraterrestrial civilizations who had their own individual designs on the planet. During the interview, Vance's description of, of the advanced technology was eerily familiar and completely matched what my father had revealed to me eight years prior to when he was dying from a rare lung disease. Following the interview, I attempted to reach out to Vance, and instead Bill Pawlik, who had done much contract work for the CIA, reached out to me. Bill's reason for contacting me was to ascertain my credibility, which was easy to do because Bill had contact with my father while both of them were working at Sunstrand Electronics in Westminster, Colorado. It was at Sunstrand that my father and Bill were working on an earth-penetrating tomography in which the activity of one or two miles deep beneath the earth could be observed by satellite? Wow, I heard a ground-penetrating radar, but my word. Anyway, in the process of our early communications, I became good friends with Bill. Eventually, I was introduced to Vance Davis, and he and we became very close, and I was exposed to a portion of... Earth's history that few have ever heard about, like past civilizations and advanced weapon systems. Here's a picture of this uh, Vance Davis gentleman in the PDF. By 1997, Vance and Bill had developed a prototype energy source which would have revolutionized energy usage and distribution in the planet. Along with former Apollo astronaut Ken Arnold, whose home I had visited in 1997 with Bill and Vance Davis, they set out to revolutionize energy paradigm on this planet. Subsequently, I learned that this technology was eventually brought to the attention of Enron and were covertly working on integration of what Vance had learned while at the NSA and what Bill learned as a contract agent for the CIA. You remember Enron, don't you? It was one of the premier energy companies in the world that was known for their stunning innovations. Eventually, Ken Lay, the embattled CEO of Enron, was framed for insider trading, embezzlement, and a host of other charges. Enron was significantly dismantled brick by brick. Could that have been the reason? Well, if they were working on this type of of revolutionary energy production, let's say along the lines of free energy or whatever they were actually working on, you know that they're going to either be assassinated or shut down. And that's exactly what's happened here. You know, along those lines. Lay... Uh, Ken Lay in 2006 allegedly died of a heart attack. However, even CNN Money sarcastically speculated that Lay never died. Speculation abounded that his suicide was faked and that he was allowed, well, that he, I don't know, that he died and that was faked and I guess his body was, he was, I don't know, caught some plane out of here. Uh, but they even speculated, cnnmoney.com. That that this was all fake. He was allowed to enter a federal witness protection. Now, why would the feds allow Lay to escape justice, or was he just framed? In short, and according to both Paywalik and Davis, Lay's intentions to unleash power sources upon the world without the approval of the global elite who want to keep us under the whole total control of oil, petroleum, which is what they said in the clip I played, in the first clip I played at the very, very start of the study in part one where Mulder's there looking at, the U, at the, uh, this UFO in front of them that's powered off element 115, which is exactly the same element that Bob Lazar talked about back in the 80s, and now they've officially added it to the periodic table that would give us basically free energy. Okay, He even said the same thing there in that scenario. Keep us all addicted to petroleum. When all of these other ways to generate energy without petroleum are here. But they don't want that. They want to have control over us. So, uh, he said that Lay's intentions to unleash power sources upon the world without the approval of the global elite was met with a swift response. (laughs) Hence the Enron scandal. Lay was framed, and with these events, the hopes of a new energy source that would supplant oil as the primary energy source on the planet was gone. I should have known. (laughs) I should have known, but apparently Lay had leverage and was allowed to go into hiding. During that time, Davis and Pewalik were working in conjunction with Enron and they never fully confided in me the extent and the full nature of what they were jointly working on. It was only following the collapse of Enron that I was told any of these details that I'm disclosing now. Vance Davis eventually faded into the background and I have only had a very limited contact with him. I do not know if he was threatened in the silence and then he went conspicuously dark he appeared on my show several years ago and spoke of some of these events in a very superficial manner two years ago i received an email from vance where he told me that uh, he had moved his family to kansas otherwise he simply dropped out of sight i have long thought he was protected because at one point he had escaped execution by a presidential pardon by george uh, hw bush davis and the five others deserted their posts um in in germany in the gulf breeze six incident when they learned of an et and related threats to the planet so he was involved in the gulf breeze six incident this this guy's like he'd done it all here anyway you can look that up if you don't know what that is but they deserted their posts he was in germany this vance guy um when they learned of an et and related threats to the planet i believe that vance had a measure of protection because of the secret reasons behind this presidential pardon he received Bill Paywolek had no such protection as he tried to keep his ideas alive and wanted to form a, quote, protected community of sorts in the San Luis Valley in Colorado, based upon this unique technology. To explore this possibility, Bill moved to Pagosa Springs, Colorado with a new love of his life, Annie D'Erizo. Annie and I became friends following Bill's death from a form of quick-acting act, quick cancer. Here's a picture of Annie D'Erizo. And eventually, Annie became the news director for the Common Sense Show, which is which is Dave Hodges' website and his uh, radio show. A position she held for six years. It was there that Bill contracted quick acting cancer and died in two thousand and seven. Peeweech knew that he was work knew what he was working on had inherent risks to his safety in two thousand. In other words, free energy. <laughs> In 2001, I advised him to go on record and, dis- and to distribute for safekeeping some kind of leverage of what he knew so he would not become a victim. My own father employed a similar strategy when he left covert projects in the late 1970s as too many of his colleagues were meeting an untimely end. Remember what I said before about this stuff? and People from the past, like 70s, 80s, 90s, I mean, they start to come out with the stuff. They're typically dead pretty quick. Okay? Okay. So, he's confirming this here. In 2001, Bill Pawlik allowed himself to be interviewed by Stephen Greer, who was heading an ET disclosure project led by generals. If, if you key in Greer, G-R-E-E-R, into the keyword search box at ContendingForTruth.com, I've done many reports on him. Uh, he's at the, basically the cutting edge of bringing about what we would call disclosure of, of the UFO, of what we're talking about today. He's one of the main ones. He brings in generals and all kind of high-ranking, famous people, former astronauts, that confirm that there's this ET presence and that we need to disclose it and the government needs to come clean about it. He's at the cutting edge of that, this Stephen Greer guy. Uh, and he, he's, not, he's not saved by any stretch. I mean, it's very, very, very New Age garbage they're all into. It's basically white witchcraft, New Age, you know, Mother Gaia stuff. Anyway, he would bring in generals, colonels, and government scientists and interview them, This Stephen Greer. Bill was interviewed by Dr. Greer just prior to unveiling the unveiling of the Disclosure Project. Greer agreed to keep the interview off the books until after Bill's death. Immediately following Bill's death in 2007, Greer aired the interviews about Bill's knowledge of, of the ET question. Uh, at the end of the interview, Bill made it clear that he was holding back additional information. The information that he held back was that the ET had infiltrated many government bureaucracies and was walking among us, guiding the direction of the planet. These were Bill wor- Bill's words, not mine. As I look upon this, to- back upon this time, I believe Bill's interview with Dr. Greer kept him from becoming an immediate violent death statistic. However, his eventual death from, quick, uh, from a quick-acting cancer would not be suspicious. Both Annie and I felt that Bill was taken out for what he knew. So, you got that. You got that. Then you have, like, this... Just I'm just going to play this, and I probably had played this a long time ago, in just one clip from the miniseries, The V... The final battle for Earth. This was the latest one that they did. I'm just going to play you... Oh, it's probably about a two-minute clip here. My name is Anne. We need no harm. So they have, they have this V-Race coming in these giant flying saucers, which is how the ultimate disclosure event will most likely potentially happen and she says oh my name's Anna we come and we're we're not here to hurt you we're gonna offer you hope we're gonna be your good buddies we're wonderful the newly opened visitor healing centers are drawing huge crowds these heal me so they're going around they're healing everybody they're they're you know doing all this wonderful benevolent type of humanitarian work the these these visitor alien race (laughs) By, don't ask any questions that would portray us negatively. I'm I'm so in other words, they're now they're being interviewed by the mainstream press and they're saying don't say anything that would portray us in a negative light. That's just the way that this is gonna go. I don't have a choice. This interview is now canceled. <sighs> And they're having a meeting here where there's a whole bunch of people and they have to verify that you're actually human. So they're making a notch behind your ear to make sure that, I guess, the V's are some type of um, reptilian shapeshifter type being that if you cut into their skin, you'll actually see what their real skin looks like. But right behind your ear, there is a, um, the bone, believe the mastoid process is what they're dealing with here, uh, that, um you know you if you cut into that you could actually see there was bone there whereas in a one of these visitor alien type beings you couldn't see that it would be like reptilian skin i want you to confirm that you see skull bone take a good look at it it's important you're next We've all passed the test. Test for what? To ensure that you're not a visitor. In order to walk among us, they disguise their appearance by cloning human flesh into their own reptilian skin. I thought everyone here was up to speed. But the visitors didn't just... Now, I did a whole series on that in the last study regarding reptilians. I had never really broached that subject before, but if you want to know more about that, go to, the, go to the mega study. I give you the links in the body of this PDF, or just key in mega study, you'll probably find it that way, or I think CERN, and uh, you'll see that 11 part study. And I don't know, it's, it's near the end where I get into the reptilian aspect of it, uh, which, again, there's a lot of facets to this. Get here. They've been here for years. For decades, they've been implementing a plan that will result in the extermination of every man, woman, and child on the face of this earth. Now again, what was the goal of of the angels falling in Genesis 6? The total defilement and the destruction of the human race. Because we're created in God's image. So it's no different now, it's just a different veneer that we're looking at. These posing as humans established themselves in all facets of life would be business government religion the military it took years and what's embedded among us they set out to cause worldwide so in other words he's also confirming they've been walking among us for years this is just the last demonstrative example of them making their big debut instability unnecessary wars economic meltdown faith twisted into extremism the final stage of the visitors plan began with them revealing themselves to us they gained trust with the promises friendship and technology and of course all they're really doing is positioning themselves as the saviors of mankind (laughs) you know from from everything i'm seeing from the people that are for it for disclosure and for the people that are trying to expose it they're pretty much all saying the same thing the ones that are like me that are that are saying okay they're trying to position themselves as saviors this is how it's even done not so subtly in the x files episode that we had looked at episode 6 of the season 10 where the our only hope is the alien dna via vaccine you know even then it's it's they are saviors you know, they're the only ones that are going to save the planet. They're the only ones that can clean up Fukushima. They're the only ones that can clean up the mess their little science project has made that they left behind millions of years ago when they seeded the planet via the ancient astronaut theory. They're the only ones that can clean that up. So they've got to do this and they've got to intervene now because man's just messed everything up so bad when the reality is, is they were the ones behind all of it regarding the defilement of the planet the defilement of the dna of the humans and the ultimate eradication of the human race which is their goal they're not going to achieve that because the lord jesus christ is on the throne with father god okay but that is their goal so we just saw you know proof of that here now i did a teaching back in 2009 august 23rd and it was entitled ufo alien phenomenon the gr- the next great challenge for the church i think though for the most part i don't know 501c3 institution it's not gonna be a challenge to them at all because they're just gonna they're just gonna cave they're just gonna fall away you know most likely most most of the people in those institutions they haven't been prepared for this uh so, I hope I'm wrong, and again, that's why I have this ministry, to wake people up, but as far as I can see, they really haven't been prepared for what's coming. Evolutionists believe that life must have evolved elsewhere in their massive and old universe, and that Christians are arrogant to presume that Earth is the only place in the entire universe that contains life. The interest in the search for extraterrestrial life is, uh, is huge, mainly fueled by the enormous popularity of science fiction movies like District 9, at the time being the latest example, and its depiction of an advanced life form on other planets. Exopolitics is the growing movement that believes humans should publicly, openly dialogue with extraterrestrials. Gavin, uh, a comment by a guy named Gavin C. wrote to Gary Bates, and he said, just been watching the European Exopolitics 2009 um, Spain Online, and Dr. Stephen Greer, the guy that I just mentioned, okay, the guy that's at the cutting edge of the Disclosure Movement. Um, he, and he, has, he is the president of the Disclosure Project. During this 2009 European ExoPolitics Exo conference in Spain, he was channeling aliens and encouraging everyone else to do so. The worrying thing is, is that the aliens are answering. You know, it's not just a one-way phone call. Well, sure. Satan will meet you at your need. 100%. And he briefs the president on such issues. Briefs, I guess, the president of the United States. I just get the real feeling that there's a paradigm shift happening right now in our culture real fast. And it's taking the church by surprise. The church is is asleep, for the most part. The ones that would identify themselves as Christians. Um... How this all ties in with end-time prophecy, I'm still processing. It certainly strikes me that if Christians aren't really founded on the firm word of God with a creation worldview, then they will be hoodwinked by the ETs that these entities are here to, quote, help us to the next rung of our evolutionary development, even claiming to be our creators. Will this be the great falling away? Wow. Excellently put. Behind the scenes, high-ranking Air Force officers are soberly concerned about the UFOs, but through official secrecy and ridicule, many citizens are led to believe the unknown flying objects are nonsense. That was a quote I just read by Admiral Roscoe Henry Hillencotter, first director of the CIA. Then I also give you here my six-part teaching on and this was the first one I had done entitled Strong Delusion. uh, Exposing the Strong Delusion. E.T. Aliens. UFOs. Nephilim, the Grenada Treaty, which is where I get into that subject on the Grenada Treaty, which is the treaty between our government and these E.T. alliances and what we agreed to give them and what they agreed to give us. Uh, So if you've never heard that, you might want to avail yourself to that. Anyway, it's a six-part teaching, and I give it to you here in the PDF, or you can do a keyword search. Now, going back to the Dave Hodges report, here we have a picture of Annie and Bill paywolek remember annie was his i don't know chief editor for common sense show for like seven years and bill paywolek who was the guy that was working with enron to potentially bring about all of this unbelievable uh energy most likely some type of free energy technology who all of a sudden died of a quick acting cancer it's a picture of them several years ago i was interviewing jim mars about the existence and nature of secret societies out of the blue jim said that Jim Paywalek said that you really cannot understand the nature of secret societies without looking at the E.T. Um issue. I'm sorry, that was Jim Mars said that. I have come to understand what Jim meant by that comment. Bill Paywalek's revelations regarding the disclosure of alien issue to Dr. Greer was revealing, but it was also very incomplete. In other words, he was probably parsing his words. He's probably pretty careful what he said. He didn't want to say too much. He wanted to say enough to keep alive but he didn't want to say enough that it would kill him. Here's a a link to the interview if you do want to see it. What Bill did not tell Dr. Greer that he clearly told me was that ETs are not only interacting with the elite, many have operatives who are living and walking among us. Now this is what his good buddy Bill told him, that he didn't tell Dr. Greer, that he told Dave Hodges. And Dave Hodges is not an alien guy. He's not. He's never been. I've never even heard him broach this subject. But he's actually got pretty big connections. With these. You know people that he's, that he's known. And, and worked with. And, and talked with. And become friends with. And he said that ETs are not only interacting with the elite. But many, many have operatives who are living and walking among us. In conclusion, I was publicly quiet about this issue for many years, for many reasons, most of which centered around the topic of credibility. I have decided it's time to talk and reveal what I've been told. That's kind of how I feel. I've been holding back on this information, on a lot of this information for over a decade, and I'm actually having my own disclosure in the last, since September really in earnest about this subject because i don't know how much time we have and again i don't want you to hear it from you know the world system first whatever version they're going to give you i would rather come from me so hopefully i can put a biblical um view this through a biblical lens he goes on to say dave hodges imminent disclosure is at hand Hollywood is deeply involved in predictive programming and a psyops to prepare the people about what's going on with regard to the earth and its guided future. I never thought I'd hear Dave Hodges say that, but he just did. And I guess he's going to do another article about how Hollywood, he's probably already done how Hollywood's, but again, we just covered that, a lot of that today, how Hollywood is totally (laughs) doing all of this programming. And I do believe And this only makes sense. A lot of people in ministry and in alternative media that have not touched this subject before that I've been messing around with for, I don't know, over a decade at this point, I think. I think they are going, you're going to see more and more people come out And say, listen, it's just getting too undeniable. There's too much stuff going on right now. There's too many whistleblowers, high level, with high government contacts. There's too much information coming out that's pointing in this direction for me to just continue to ignore it. And they're going to have to get up to speed pretty quick. I mean, they don't have to, but I mean, I would advise them to do that. Uh, because it's a very vast subject and it's very important you look at this from a biblical standpoint that's my biggest fear people buying into the garbage they're they're going to be fed the last thing i'm going to play for today and i'm, I'm going to pick this up and again this is why i'm going to probably post this in two to three weeks uh because i don't know how long this is going to take me i'm just i'm going to stop recording after this short clip i'm going to be playing and then pick this up next week but um this is the movie Jupiter Ascending, the official trailer. And I'm just going to play this to, to about the 144 mark. This is, And again, this is a new movie that came out in 2015. We've been taught that the birthplace of the human race is Earth it's not. Okay, so it's the first thing in the trailer. You've been told that the birthplace of the human race is Earth, but it's not. We were created by an ancient alien race, and they seeded this planet, I don't know what, millions of years ago. Whole ancient astronaut garbage lie. Anything they can do to put doubt on the Word of God on on a six-day creation where God rested on the seventh, and God created man, and he made them male and female. I mean, anything to put, to totally... Cause you to think that's a lie. Hellywood is going to try to shove it down your throat. Do you know what this will do to people when they find out the truth? The the truth. Like all of a sudden, oh wow, I had this epiphany. This is the truth. Some devil that's not even human coming to me, telling me this line of garbage. I don't think that most people would want to know the truth. I do Your planet was seeded by Brass Axe Industries roughly 100,000 years ago Oh, so Brass Axe Industries It was some conglomerate, space conglomerate That was seeded our planet 100,000 years ago Well, at least it's not billions of years ago You know, like I've heard I mean, there's so many flavors of this It's one of the most powerful dynasties in the universe There are three primary heirs the oldest is Belem. He's the one that controls this planet and wants you dead. So we're actually in control by some space conglomerate in a far off planet. They're the ones in control. It's not the Lord Jesus Christ on the throne or Father God. You know, they don't exist. According to, and it's, it's the, always the common theme. There is no God. They are the gods, okay? But the Bible says the fool has said in his heart there is no God. Whoso despiseth the word... Shall be destroyed, it says that in Proverbs thirteen thirteen. Proverbs, the book of wisdom, thirteen thirteen. Double rebellion, thirteen stands for rebellion. Whoso despiseth the word shall be destroyed. This is all about despising the word of God, every bit of it. the The first line of this trailer, you were seated a hundred thousand years ago by, you know. Procter and Gamble Industries, <laughs> whatever it is. There's no God, is what they want you to believe. And it's constantly hammered into your head by Hollywood. Every chance they get. I'm telling you, I'm nobody. You are royalty. What about the girl? So she's supposedly some princess, like the even Fark sees Princess Leia in the Star Wars trilogy or whatever um and she's actually the I don't know I, I don't know I haven't watched it or anything but I'm not saying watch it either but she's supposedly the princess the heir apparent and, and I don't know if they're portraying her as the only hope for humanity but some somewhere along those lines and then you have all of these other entities that are serving uh, reptilian and gray aliens and these and they' and they want to do away with her, the Bring her to me. same genes reappear in the exact same order it is what you call reincarnation okay so now it says when the exact same genes appear in the exact same order it's called reincarnation and they're showing her some goddess figure like some goddess like Diana or aphrodite or one of these greek goddesses and supposedly she is this reincarnation of whatever goddess, queen that they've been waiting for to take the throne. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of speculating here, but I'm gathering from watching the trailer. This is my second or third time. I, I'm assuming that's what they're getting at. The majesty's life is going to change, if she wants it to. I'm still the same. Right now, Barlena owns the title to Earth. Once you claim it, the Earth will belong to you. I will harvest that planet tomorrow. ...before I let her take it from me. But, you know, they couldn't kind of get a more mealy mouth puke to play a part as this guy, whoever this guy is. But he said he's going to harvest the planet tomorrow before I let him take it from... So he's going to come here and cull the planet. Which is a very common theme also in the Stargate series. Where you have, um, like, one of the races, the Wraith will come and, and cull the planets and particularly humanity and suck the life out of them and this is how they live and this is how they operate and this is how they function. And they always portray humanity as this helpless bunch of little weaklings that have no power and that are just totally subjugated to whatever the big bad aliens are gonna do to them. And I'm telling you, don't believe that garbage for a second because through the Lord Jesus Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit and his angelic host and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God and the blood of Jesus Christ having on the full armor of God you have power and i'm tired and sick of all of this garbage that's constantly being portrayed by Hollywood on the paranormal programs and on shows like this that portray christians as these mealy-mouthed little weak devils that can't do anything that are all gonna bow before satan someday you know something that ain't gonna happen with a whole bunch of us and i hope it's all my listeners and the body of christ out there that are going to rise up and be ready to do battle because i'm telling you this evil's coming i'm telling you it's probably right around the corner have you ever seen a harvest never but i've heard they feel no pain so they, they they just act like the 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 indigenous people of earth oh the harvest they feel no pain they're little they're little you know morons that need to be harvested and culled. I mean, that's basically how they're portrayed. So anyway, it's the battle for our world and all this other stuff, but again, we have no power as as humans. It's it's the big bad uh, alien races that have all the power. So that's all I have um, for today, and um, we will go, and I'm going to pick this up next Oh... I'm going to pick this up next week. And I will pray when it's all done, because it's kind of kind of be weird to pray and then just start to continue the parts next time. But um, I will pray at the very end of this. I might be able to get this all wrapped up next week, and then I'll have this posted, and then we'll have a big mega study available. So God bless you, and we will see you, I believe, in part five. Okay, God bless.